0: Hello, hello, greetings, and thank you for tuning in to Talking That Talk with your friendly neighborhood relationship superhero, Jason Ortiz. And uh, this week, we're going to tackle something a little bit different in the relationship world. We're going to talk about the differences between being content and being happy. Do they overlap? How much differences are there? And figuring out where do you stand in your relationship? You know, uh, so let's just get right into it. Now, when we think about those things, contentment and happiness and relationships and, you know. If you watch a Disney show, or a Disney movie, if you're a parent that has kids or if you remember while you watch it. Or if you're an adult that watches them, just like me. Um, I'm pretty sure that if you were to name a Disney princess, you pretty much can assume the ending of the story. They probably marry the prince or are saved by some guy with this magical kiss and they live happily ever after, probably singing along the entire way. Listen, the reality is we don't live in these kingdoms waiting for princes and princesses to come and save us, you know? And unfortunately, we have adopted this ideology in some form or fashion because of how we've grown up and have subconsciously given ourselves an expectation of romance, now take time to look at your own relationship and are you happy or are you content? Although without deep thought, it doesn't seem to be a difference, but trust me, there are huge differences. Contentment isn't about a promise for tomorrow, but instead being content with whatever you have today. Content does not necessarily factor in gratitude or happiness. It simply means I can deal with this right now, or I'm just okay with this. And most of the time, Being okay with this is just for now. And so either you're no longer okay with it or when you see other places offer higher levels of happiness. Content relationships tend to lean towards low commitment type of relationships. They're good for now but rarely has a long-term focus. Relationships that have a long-term focus tend to be happy relationships. Because you're planning together. You see tomorrow together. You see growth together instead of just sitting with what you have. Now, be mindful, being happy. And when I'm talking about is seeing tomorrow does not neglect being happy with what you have today. You can be happy with what you have today and see that you must always continuously grow and improve as a unit and as an individual instead of just sitting and accepting just anything that comes your way. Now, I'm not knocking the low-commitment, low-maintenance type of relationship, because if you want that, hey, do your thing. Just be aware of this in its most honest form, and don't fool yourself or your partner into thinking this is more than, you know, some short-term kind of deal. Can content relationships become happy ones? Of course. Can someone be happy being content? Of course. However, however, when someone finds themselves in a relationship they're excited to be in, That they are honored to be in that they are truly deeply joyous to be a part of they do not make these low commitment relationship decisions but they happily see beyond that this isn't only about your being content because you know let's say that you want a long-term focus and your partner is content with things being as they are for now and does not want to think long term well then you have to honestly make a decision about whether or not you're willing to be content with this limiting focus, especially if you want more. Now, remember, you have bigger wishes. It isn't really about expectations because the reality on that is you have to make decisions on what you feel is best. And you have to be willing to accept or decline, but do not have expectations without communication. Because without communication... Expectations is kind of like lying to ourselves. Happiness in a relationship elevates when you remove expectations from the equation, especially when they have not been communicated. If your partner washes the dishes every day for a month and one day does not do the dishes, that doesn't mean you should just leave dirty dishes in the sink expecting your partner to do it, especially if the communication didn't warrant this chore to be solely assigned to your partner. We tend to create expectations because of past situations or because of habits, but we forget to communicate them. Removing expectations helps you see how much your partner values you. It makes you realize that their actions aren't in alignment with unspoken expectations, but because they are choosing to do these actions for you. It's always a choice. This is where consent versus happiness always comes into the picture. If you're going through a pattern of behaviors because you think it is expected, as opposed to you wanting to do these things, you're being content in committing these acts when you should be wanting to do them because they bring you happiness and doing them for your partner. When it comes to relationships, it's easy to fall into patterns and routines and even, you know, I mean, not saying it's always a bad thing. Some routines are dope. Some routines and patterns are awesome. But... It probably shouldn't be something you do because you are content and stuck in the routine, but instead because you are happy with it. It is easy to confuse being comfortable with being happy. At some point, even a prisoner can adapt in his prison cell life and find ways to incorporate comfort. That sure as heck doesn't mean that they're happy. Everyday routines have a power to make us comfortable and content. We have done these things so much for so long that it's almost second nature, but it doesn't add to happiness any longer. It's kind of like going to work. I know so many people are unhappy with their job, but it's the routine. They're content with getting a check, but are very unhappy at the workplace. Some have home life just like that. The daily activities are routine, but they don't bring no happiness no longer. There's a shared shelter, shared food, shared responsibilities, but the future dreams aren't synonymous. Some relationship home lives that fall in this equation at times do not even realize this is happening. They are so set on routine that they have held back their bigger dreams or their bigger goals. At times, breaking routine bring a jolt to a relationship and it reminds us of the joy that we once shared in this relationship sometimes turning off expectations and turning off the routine will spark what was missing simple happiness a comfortable and content manner of living can have the power to keep you stagnant to the point that one day you may open your eyes and wonder how the heck did i get where i'm at knowing content versus happiness in a relationship And being able to identify and take charge on it can be the very thing that saves your very promising relationship. Now, I know how similar content and comfort versus happy may seem, but understanding those slight differences will elevate your position in your relationship, whether it enables you to work on your current one or realize you may need to go elsewhere. I have seen situations where long-term relationships have been so routine that the excitement and joy has long left, and it has become nothing more than either a chore or a daily activity. Being comfortable invokes a, 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 a go-with-the-flow kind of way of thinking, but happiness and joy brings a euphoria and a sense of excitement that you actually look forward to it. Happiness doesn't allow the joy to die down, even at times of challenges, but contentment does. Some relationships have two people who are fully checked out already, and they kind of just sit next to each other. They aren't thankful or thrilled about it any longer. It's kind of like, eh, whatever. I have been there. In my earlier relationships, you know, before, I mean, you know, life's journey is always about educating ourselves. And before I was fully educated on manners, I found myself in this position, and um, I was fully checked out, and I had the whole whatever feel. And it wasn't until I decided it was over. And not only did I feel a greater sense of myself, but life offered me so much more. So much more I was unable to see because I went with the flow. Instead of taking charge. Simply existing in a relationship can feel suffocating and compromising. Can you imagine life without your partner? Think about it. Because this is a measuring tool of contentment and happiness. Happiness in your relationship makes things really hard to imagine you being without your partner. Where being content kind of gives you like a, whatever, I'm I'm good regardless. With or without them, I'm going to be alright. You pretty much care a lot less than you once did or than you should. Being content tends to remove effort. You're just going with it. Being happy makes you want to work harder to make things at home so much better. When you're comfortable and content, that feeling of safety is synonymous to that of boredom. The feeling isn't draining or toxic, so you don't think it's ruining a relationship, but it's bland and homogenous. The effort is exhausting. The thought of effort is tiring. Being content sounds good by the naked eye, but it isn't inspiring or motivating much at all. The sad thing about it is that when you are content in a relationship, you can adapt to this characteristic in your full-time life at work or pretty much elsewhere. Take time to question self and your honest, genuine feelings. Are you happy? Do you really want to continue to build something with your partner? Are you willing to support them and be supported by them? Are you willing to change routines, take chances and invest in yourself? Are you willing to go after your dreams? Can you support your partner's dreams? Are you... Or are you just going through the motions because you don't want to be alone? Or because you feel that you already put in so much time that what's the point of leaving? Those are the kind of questions that help the path you need to be on. Try to remember, silent relationships involves two independent people who could deal with their own problems, but... They know they can always rely on each other where they need someone to talk to or lean on during those difficult, challenging times. Your relationship partner should feel like a place that's safe during those times. You should never feel like you're bothering them or inconveniencing them when you need to talk about something that's worrying you. This enforces many healthy elements of a happy relationship. Being happy means a willingness to grow together. Being content and comfortable means an unwillingness to put the effort to make needed changes for growth. Are you working to be your best self? Are you just like, whatever, take me as I am, or not at all? Because when you're happy with your partner and there is a genuine joy in a relationship, you tend to want to be the best self for the person you love. Being content and comfortable doesn't often allow that. Happiness helps you see goals and possibilities. Comfort and contentment doesn't really matter. It's whatever, you're good with whatever. Your relationship should expand your horizons and shouldn't feel robotic. Happiness in a relationship can be equated to living while content and comfort can equate to just watching life happen all around you. So which do you prefer? When you're comfortable, you just let, you know, the world pass you by. You aren't really living because you're living inside of a restricting bubble. You are no longer invested in your partner's happiness or successes. You're just glad to have someone around. Sometimes it could be anyone. Are you settling into contentment and lost the drive and willpower to elevate your relationship? Honestly recognize if this is happening and take action necessary to resurface your inner happiness and hopefully whatever direction this brings you. It brings you to happiness with another, present or someone new. I hope this was very helpful. Thank you for tuning in to Talking That Talk with your friendly neighborhood relationship superhero, Jason Ortiz. And I'll see you guys next week. Thank you.